Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the We're Ghosties podcast. I know. We are honing in on, um, is that the right word? Uh, spooky season. Truly. I think it starts in September. I know. I almost got my fall stuff out today, but I was like, I'm going to let Labor Day have its day. But this week, it's on. Oh, girl. September 1st, Kyle called it. He was like, you're going to pull all your Halloween decorations out on September 1st. And I sure did. Well, I've already had pumpkin creamer and pumpkin coffees and things. Same. But I'm mm-hmm. still I'm still not fully there yet, but you know what? I, I want to just... The decorations are never out long enough. I know. Before it's time for, like, I know. Christmas to happen. Mm-hmm. So, especially, like, the Halloween ones, I feel like there's such a short window because you can pull those decorations out in September, but they really don't make sense till October. But then as soon as Halloween's up, you got to box them up and just be full. Yeah. So, should I do Halloween in September and then fall? I don't know. Fall the whole time with, and then just Halloween in October? Or am I really overcomplicating this right now? <laughs> Because it wouldn't be the first time, nor will it be the last. I leave my Halloween decorations up. I put them up at the beginning of September, and I leave them all the way through Halloween, and I don't change anything until uh, after Thanksgiving is over. Do I you leave bring, everything. Do you pull any Christmas stuff out for Thanksgiving? No. See, Mm-mm. I like, like when we used to go, I think when we used to go to Kay's house, I think she used to have her tree up at Thanksgiving, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I like that, but I also yeah. like to wait until after Thanksgiving and make it like a Thanksgiving thing. Oh, I just got really excited about the holidays. <laughs> I did. I know. I am so excited yeah. about these holidays. And we're going to go potentially experience some spooky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited. It's going to be fun. We have to do another pumpkin patch trip with J- uh, Jackson. Yeah. I'll probably have to take him out of daycare one day and we'll have to do that. And you're not going to be pregnant this time. I better not be. I, know. <laughs> I sure hope not. <laughs> now you can have the pumpkin beers that you wanted. I already had one the other day. Ooh. Because uh, I bought a six pack thinking they were going to sell out super quick because they always do. Uh-huh. Every time before, like they don't release them until like mid-September and they're gone within like a week. They've had these out for a month, which is outrageous. Wow. First and foremost, it's outrageous. But these the shelves are overflowing with, they've got pumpkin seltzers this year. Ooh. Um, I don't know if I can say the name or not, but there's a very popular beer line, the most popular one you can probably think of, like a generic blue label. <laughs> um, <laughs> they have seltzers, mm-hmm. but they also have a fall seltzer pack, which I'm not sold on, but it's like apple, maple, and pumpkin. I'm mm-hmm. like, I see where you're going with that. They call it like the, the flannel pack or something. Mm. Very great marketing. Like whoever decided that, awesome. But I don't know if I want a pumpkin seltzer. Yeah. Or maple seltzer. True. And I don't really like apple flavored things unless it's like pie. Either. I mean, I used to drink apple martinis, but let's, you know what, let's leave that in my, <laughs> in my, my late teens, early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not go back there. Those apple teenies. <gasps> Sour apple Jolly Ranchers. Oh. I mean, I, I they were I, everything. I caught a whiff of that as you said it. <laughs> they were everything back then. Yeah, back in the day they were. Oh my were. gosh. I used to drink those like... Oh, or even like Midori Sours. Oh my God, the Midori Sours. Listen, in our geriatric age, Sour Mix will put me out. (laughs) 
Girl, it'll give me water retention. Seriously. <laughs> I just swole up just thinking about it. <laughs> like one sour mixed drink and I'm I know. I'm done. Yeah. Bring on the roll aids because oh, the Dory Sour. Ugh. And I used to love them. Ugh. I remember my 21st birthday was like, I'll try a mudslide and a Midori Sour and a Sour Apple Martini and every combination of things that make me ill just to think about right now. Do you know what really, what drink like really sent me? What? Redheaded Sluts. Oh, and... it's the Jaeger. Oh yeah, the Jaeger. That puts you into a different dimension. <sighs> Like, I swear that if you want to shift dimensions, drink some Jaeger. Girl, you I mean, are not lying. You won't. It was that, that tiny bit they put in there. Listen. Jaeger and I never got along. The ever. only time I ever got in trouble by my parents for drinking, the only time, was on my 22nd birthday. It was right before I had moved out. But I had gone out with Kyle, and I had all of this Jaeger. Like, all of these How red-headed How could you? It was Horrible. When I got home, my mother could see it all over my face. Well, because it's the devil in a bottle. <laughs> she was like, what's wrong with you? You've you've taken something. You're on something. And I projectile vomited all over. All over as she asked me that. It was like I had an exorcism. Listen, I know <laughs> that they say hell does not exist, but if it did, it would be in a bottle of Jaeger. <sighs> you are I, not lying. You know the Jaeger machines that they yeah. used to have? When I would put the shot glass up to it, yeah. pull my hand off of it, you know how some of it would drip sometimes? Yeah. My skin would break out in a rash. Yeah. Did yours? Uh, I don't know that mine did. It would did. be pink and burning. Yeah. Something is not right. There, there is something a little otherworldly about old uh, Jaeger. uh, Jaegermeister. Yeah. You know what else got me one time? Hmm. One time I took one and never again. Flaming Dr. Pepper. <gasps> that that oh. was rude of anybody to even give me one yeah, of those. Yeah, they were good I friends. I was having a, whole, a horrible night. Oh. And this bartender, it was at the edge. In oh, Norfolk. my God. Well, yeah. of course. The edge. I spent a lot of time at the edge. Did you ever go to the Abyss? Um, like Maybe once. What yeah. about the beach house? I oh. Think, I think that closed before we were even 21. Hell's bells. I think I went in there one time before I was 21. Yeah, me too. It was like a night didn't that they do, get in. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't they do like college nights or yeah, something back beach then? beach house. Yeah. That is. About Peabody's. And none of y'all of- know none of that. <laughs> you all know none about that. About, I got kicked out of Peabody's when I was younger because <gasps> I chugged like warm vodka and cranberry in the car and then like fell over inside Peabody's when I was like 19. I totally can understand that because they do hammer time up in uh, the bar upstairs. Did you know that they would do dollar shots up there? It Peabody's was, like- was upstairs. No, but like at least back in the day, there was it was it like um, hammerheads. That was downstairs. Okay, well we were upstairs one night and Peabody's. From, God, I haven't been in since I turned twenty one. Used to call it Peabody's. Ugh, Peabody's. Um, but we went up there one time for a birthday and we had uh, shots during hammer time, so they were dollar shots, and they started playing dodgeball in the center of Peabody's. Mm. I only have a memory of being hit with the ball and i i played a couple of rounds so i've been told i have no memory Weak. of anything other than being put out man there was i didn't go back once i turned 21 i didn't think there was a need to i just felt like a geriatric in there because all these little, little young children are in there well yeah because that was like one of the only places we could get in yeah. unless bar norfolk or have a nice day cafe had college night bar norfolk yeah. and i went to see you so we had what was it called of it Middies? 
Oh my God, Mitty's. Mitty's. So I went to CNU, so that's yeah. where we would go for college night, and then we would go to Peabody's on like Thursdays for college night, mm-hmm. and then sometimes to bar or have a nice day, but very rarely. Mm-hmm. Plus, Bar Norfolk's sound system like blew my eardrums. It was terrible. Yeah. Every time I left there, I couldn't hear for like three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but where else are we going to go, you know? I know, there was hardly drive anything. 45 minutes to an hour to go anywhere when, before we turn 21. Yeah. Yeah. And at Ooh. that point, I was working in bars anyways, and I moved to Norfolk by that time, so then I just hung out in Norfolk. Mm-hmm. And they had Time, Time Lounge. Time was a good one. Time was good. I spent some time some time in time. You spent some time I in did. time. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Logan's joining us today. Logan's down here sitting up. Playing with toys. Such a big boy. Yeah. Big Brother Jackson sweeping. Sweeping. Yeah. For his nap time. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you? Sorry, we will get on topic in just a minute. But when um, <laughs> I told him, because he says, like, instead of sleeping, he says sweep. I'm mm-hmm. sweeping. So he had a broom one day. I was like, are you sweeping? He goes, I'm not sweeping. I brooming. And I was like, you're brooming. Oh. I said, no, when you have a broom, you sweep. And he said, I'm not sweeping. <laughs> Okay, Johnson. That's good, Steve. I never heard sweeping my say brooming. Sweeping is sweeping. Brooming. I'm not I'm brooming, He's, Mama. I'm brooming. I was like, I never thought. Mama. Don't you know? I'm Mama. brooming. He does that now. Mama. <laughs> Y'all also didn't get to see the super, like, uh, shade that he can throw now. <gasps> All of his, his looks now. He yelled at me in the car to stop singing yesterday. Did he? What did he say? Stop singing. <laughs> I... Like stopped and I went, Jackson, that was really me. <laughs> you hurt my feelings. He said that. So the whole rest of the time in the car, anytime Logan would make a noise, he'd go, You hurt my feelings. Stop, you hurt my feelings. I'm like, you know what? He did. Anyways. Oh my god. He told me to stop singing. I have an okay voice, I'd like you to know. She does. You were in a band. Yeah, very briefly. She sang in the band. Mm-hmm. What you think that's funny? Logan's smiling. You think that's funny, Mama Singer? All right. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about staircases in the woods. And if you're on TikTok, you've probably seen a video about one. That's true. It's, That's true. Yeah. It, it. I remember I saw it um, prior to getting on TikTok. Um, but there are all these stories that kind of surfaced over the last couple of years about people finding random staircases in the woods. Um, and not just like, because many of you are probably thinking, uh, like I thought, I was like, well, What's the big deal about that? It's probably like the leftover stairs from like an old house yeah, in the middle castle. of the woods. Yeah, something like that. Um, and when I started reading some of these stories, they were like, no, 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 it's not that. It's like literally like somebody took their staircase from their house, cut it out, and sat it in the middle of these woods, like 30, 40 miles into the woods. Right. And a lot of the stories talked about how... Uh, Missy's phone is possessed here lately. It, yeah, and it's the past like three days. Yeah, it's doing something weird. Um, but they talked about how, like, um, I've got several stories from, from some search and rescue officers, um, that do rescue missions in wooded areas. And they talked about how they run into these staircases all the time, but sometimes they won't see them on their way back. They'll be gone. So they'll see them on the way in, but not on the way back? Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. How that? Which was interesting. Mm-hmm. How's that possible? I know. But I'm here for it. Exactly. 
So I, at first I really went into this thinking it's probably just the, you know, leftover of someone's I mean, home. In the, anybody would think that. Yeah. Because it's a structurally sound part of it. Yeah. You know, I would think. Yeah. And we see, like, chimneys and usually, like, right. the remainder of someone's foundation if we've been out and say the house has been, you know, deserted for forever. We need to go to that one in Yorktown. I know. Isn't there that random, like... Mm-hmm. <sighs> I know. Spooky season is here. Truly. I cannot wait. Ugh. Did I wait. not have daycare last year? Or not as much? I don't think you had it as much. Okay. Because I know for a while I didn't. Like during the summer. Maybe during the fall I guess I did. Mm-hmm. I but oh, someone's getting sleepy. That means I can put him down soon. Get sleepy. Yes. And we're back. And we're back. So, I have some stories from a search and rescue officer. Do you want me to share those first? Uh, Okay. (laughs) So, um, I found some stories from a search and rescue officer off of Reddit. um, And I should say that we should definitely do an episode on weirdness in the woods in general. Because um, some of the stories that they included that I'll share with you guys as well um, have to do with just really weird paranormal stuff that occurs to people hiking, you know, or traveling through the woods. Um, now, are these, like, specific police officers, like, um, park ranger kind of search and rescues, or, yes. like, actual police officers, like, from a city that just are by the woods? Do you uh, know? Some of the stories are from park rangers. Okay. And then, uh, I'm not sure if these search and rescue officers work for the city. I'm not sure they didn't okay. specify. But that, I would assume so. Okay. I would think so. Um, so, is that, okay, sorry, sorry y'all. <laughs> Logan's crying back there, I just put him down for a nap. Um, so here's just a couple of weird things that have occurred, um, within the woods, and then I've got some, uh, staircase stories. So they said, um, this officer said that they were out looking for a young woman who had been out hiking with her mom and grandpa. According to her mother, the daughter had climbed up a tree to get a better view of the forest, and she had never come back down from the tree. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. They had all waited at the base of the tree for more than three hours, calling her name before they called for help finally. Could they Again. not see her? Like, Well, that's what they said. They said, we had sight of her, and then all of a sudden we couldn't see her anymore. So they said, again, we searched everywhere, and we found zero trace of her. The woman had literally gone up a tree. How do you disappear from going up a tree? But they said we had no idea where they they had gone. And they investigated each of the family members, making sure that, like, they hadn't done something to her. And that was their story. There was never any trace of this woman. Like, they brought out the canines. How how little was she? Uh, It made me think that she was probably, like, a teenager or something. But they said that the canines even traced her scent up the tree, and that's where it stopped. So where do you go? Like, that's baffling to me. Um, he also said a couple of times, I've been out on my own searching for an object or a subject with a canine, and we've tried, uh, and the canines have tried to lead me up straight cliffs. So they're like, I'm not talking about hills, I'm not talking about rock faces, straight sheer cliffs with zero handholds. So, how would someone travel up a cliff that has no handholds? They said it's always been something that's baffled them. What? Uh, this person said, I was teamed up with another search and rescue officer on this particular time uh, because we had received a, uh, reports of bears in the area. 
We were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from a climbing trip when he was supposed to, and we ended up having to do some serious climbing to get where we figured he'd be. We found him trapped in a small crevice with a broken leg. It was not pleasant. When we finally asked him what happened, he said, I'm a very experienced climber. When I got up to the top of the peak, I saw another man standing with his back towards me. This guy had been had climbing equipment, and he also had some of his equipment sitting next to him on top of the peak. He was wearing a parka and ski pants. This man walked up to the guy, just trying to let him know, like, hey, I'm here. I don't want to scare you. Right. And the guy didn't acknowledge him. So he finally went up to him and tapped him on uh, the shoulder. And when the man turned around, he had no face. No. The man said, I've never seen anything to beat it. I'm an experienced climber, and I have never seen anything like it. It scared him so badly that he tripped backwards and fell off of that ledge that he had been on. I can't imagine, like, it was it just, like, plain flesh? Like, I That's have what questions. He said. They said it was just smooth. No facial features, no eyes, no nose, no mouth, nothing, just smooth. And the guy said that, because he, I guess he had been missing for an entire night. He said he could hear that man all night climbing up and down the mountain, rustling through like bushes and things around him. And he could hear this horrible muffled scream coming from the top of the peak. So he said he could hear that sound until the guys found him, the search and rescue officers, mm. which is very interesting. Didn't we do on Ghost Share, wasn't there something about someone being on a bike ride in the woods or something and then they saw some kid? I feel like, yeah. If not, I made this up in my head, but like, but then the kid didn't have a face or something and so yeah. the guy didn't believe his girlfriend or his wife and then all of a sudden they saw it near the truck or something. Mm-hmm. Or it's yeah. something, but it smiled, it had no eyes. I don't know. It just reminded me of that. Gross. I, I'm pretty sure. Gross. Um, Let's see. Uh, so then I got into stories regarding the staircases. Um, and he says, uh, now I don't know if this is true in every search and rescue unit, but in mine, but it's sort of an unspoken rule, um, in regards to these staircases. He said, you can try asking about it with other search and rescue officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably will say nothing about it. Um, he said, we've been told very clearly by our supervisors to not talk about it, to not bring it up, to not ask about it. What? All they will say is, do not go on them, don't touch them, don't travel up the stairs, leave them alone. When you see them, acknowledge them, and then ignore them. Keep it moving. What? Uh Uh-huh. He said that he had asked several other members within his unit, and everyone gives him the same answer. Don't ask me about it. I don't want to know about it. (laughs) If y'all hear something weird, my husband's doing construction in the house he's working i asked him I was like, are you gonna be drilling or anything no i don't think so <laughs> he didn't say anything about nail then though did we or that's a drill anyways <laughs> um so it says uh so he said i'm not talking about finding random staircases like just inside the woods where there were where there'd be houses he said i'm talking about in national parks traveling 30 40 miles in while you're on a search and rescue mission in dense woodland areas and all of a sudden happening upon this staircase. He said it's literally like somebody has taken, cut out the staircase from their two-story house and set it in the middle of the woods. He said on one particular occasion, they happened upon, they were about 50 miles into the Montana wilderness and they happened upon a staircase that was carpeted, beige carpeting with not near leaf on it. There was no insects on it, no stains. There was no water damage on the wood. 
said it was literally like someone had taken it out of their house and set it in the woods right before they walked up to it. How? How? It doesn't make any sense. If you could see my face, but that just made my chest feel heavy too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, who's using these stairs and where are they going? Exactly. What and that's what for? he said. He like, was like, the aliens come out and then they go back in? <laughs> well, that's what he said. He was like, uh, you know, when we happened upon this carpeted one in particular, it stood out to me because it was beige. It should have been stained all up and the wood should have been warped if it had been out there for a long time. And none of that had happened. Mm. Um, they also said that he made a mental note of where it was. He didn't travel up it. He didn't, you know, get on it or anything like his supervisors had warned him of. Sorry, y'all. We're back. <laughs> we had a little project going in the background and we had to tend to it. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. Um, so anyway, so we were talking about uh, that particular story um, of staircases in the woods and that search and rescue officer said that on their way back they would be um you know going back the same way that they came through the wooded area and they would absolutely not see the same staircase on their way back huh so um he said one of my first jobs as a trainee was to search uh for a four-year-old kid that had gone uh, missing and had gotten separated from his mom in the woods Mm. this is one of those cases where we knew we were going to find him because the dogs had a strong scent um, and they had a good trail. We saw clear signs that he was still clearly in this area. We ended up finding him in a berry patch about half a mile from where he had been last seen. The kid wasn't even aware that he had wandered that far. One of the veterans that brought him back, which I was glad for because I really am not good with kids, um, and he goes on to say that he just has a hard time connecting with them, um, right. like being able to communicate with them. So the veteran um, search and rescue officer brought the kid back. Um, And he said, as my trainer and I are heading back, she decides to take me on a detour to show me one of the hot spots where we tend to find missing people. So it's almost like this little pocket in the woods, right? Um, He said, it's a natural dip in the land um, near a trail, and usually people move downhill and into this little pocket because it's easier. He said, we hike out there, and it's just a few miles. We get out there pretty quickly with no incident. Um, but once they get out there, they notice that there is a staircase in the middle of the woods. Um, and again, it's similar to the one that he talked about in the previous story. Only this one doesn't have carpeting, but it was wooden, completely wooden. Um, and there was no water damage on the wood staircase, which he didn't, That's he nuts. couldn't understand. It didn't make any sense. Right. So he asked this veteran search and rescue officer, Hey, what's the deal with these staircases? And she looked, you know, looked at this dude flat out and said you're gonna see a lot of them get used to it but do not pay any attention to them don't climb them don't touch them just put it out of your mind as soon as you see them and he could not figure out why so he said i've asked several other people within my unit what's the deal with the staircases until finally he i guess asked the wrong person and his supervisor called him in to the office and told him under no circumstances are you to touch these, climb them, or address them to the public. Oh. Yeah. So he said, again, you know, we could be 30, 40, 50, 60 miles into the woods and run across these random staircases. That's so weird. 
He also said, I know, he also said, my buddy um, has been a search and rescue officer for about seven years, and he stated that when he was a junior in college, he had a very similar experience where he first encountered stairs. His trainer told him almost the same thing as mine, which was to never go near, touch, or send them. For the first year, he did just that, but apparently his curiosity got the better of him. And on one particular call, he broke away from the line with his canine. And ended up running across the staircase in the woods. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but this guy goes on to say that, against his better judgment, he and the canine ascended these stairs. Okay? Oh, God. And he said, while nothing physically happened, he said, when I first touched the stairs... The hair on the back of my neck stood up. He said, which I thought was probably because I had been hyped up, you know, to never go on these stairs. He said, every hair on the back of my neck stood up. My canine wouldn't ascend the stairs with me. Mm. And he said, once he started uh, going up the stairs, like, you know, one step at a time, he realized that the woods had gone silent. There were no birds. There were no tree sounds. There was nothing. And usually that's very typical of if predator in the area everything all the you know the regular wood sounds will stop so he said you know as soon as i realized that there were no more wood sounds i very carefully went backwards down three steps and then took my canine and you know caught up with the group he said no sooner had i got back to our camp base that my supervisor pulled me aside and said you went up those steps in the woods didn't you he knew without even asking him that he had gone up the steps. How? I don't know. He never I need explained to know. it. He said he never explained it to me. He said you went up them, didn't you? He said he was not phased by the question. He asked his trainer how you knew, and the trainer just shook his head because you didn't find your target. Because they didn't end up finding the girl that they were looking for in this story. He said because we didn't find her, the dogs lost her scent. My buddy asked uh, what they could do about you know that particular situation he said it's done we're never going to be able to find her she's gone and you cannot climb these steps ever again oh so how did they know he's like it's not like you know we've covered the forest and cane cameras you know we have some at the entrance some at the back entrance and he said in this particular uh instance they were in a national park so you can't build in a national park to my knowledge Right. So where the heck would a staircase come from in the, in a national park? Um, I'm just I have all the questions. I know. Uh, there's a lot more stories from him um, about wood strangeness, but basically, um, there's lots of uh, stories about what makes me think of like fairy type energy or like elemental type energy, where kids have gone missing and they find one of the kids, but not both. Um, there were two stories in particular where he talked about a brother and a sister went missing. And in one instance, the brother came back and said, there was a big hairy man that looked like a gorilla that took <gasps> sister. He said he was going to go play with her and that I was to stay here and eat some berries. And he would disappear with the kid. Oh, God. Um, Why are they taking the children? Well, exactly. And so they started showing them pictures like, are you talking about a man that looks like, you know, daddy that just has lots of hair? And they would say, no, looks like an animal, like a Bigfoot grabbed my sister and took them into the woods. So that's where Bigfoot's going. He's going up the stairs. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's like his little, you know, portal just 
they lay out the red carpet for him. He goes in the woods, does what he needs, and ascends up the stairs. And mm-hmm. there they, are, t- they pull the retractable stairs up to the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's also lots of different uh, stories that I've heard, um, especially when I uh, first saw the Hallier series, where they talk about people that would go missing in the woods for a long period of time and then reappear. Yeah. And they would say... Uh, you know, I followed this person into the woods. They told me, hey, let me show you this. And then I followed them and I couldn't get back out. Mm. Like I could see the people looking for me and I was motioning and trying to get their attention, but they couldn't see or hear me. Mm-mm. So it's like, do you go into this little patch of time or like a different dimension um, and get stuck there? And then somehow or another something changes, you know, energetically and you're able to leave. That reminds me of that show Outlander. Have you watched that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't there, there's some random doors and things in the woods or something, yeah. or something weird. Yeah. I tried to watch part of that and I couldn't really get into it. It. I think she first disappears around like Stonehenge. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's interesting. It makes you wonder, like, yeah. are there certain times of year where these are like little doorways into a different dimension that open up? What happens? Where do these people go? Like, I get that. Some people go missing and they fell and, you know, hurt themselves and then couldn't get back out from where they were. Yeah. Or an animal got a hold of them. But you would think that you would find some remains or something up there after the fact. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Well, these stories were all in the U.S. Mm -hmm. But there's um, apparently steps around the world, though. Ooh, tell me about it. There's other places. I've looked up some. And um, apparently in, I'm going to say these very wrong, (laughs) in Italy, it's... (laughs) I want to say Viterbo, V-I-T-E-R-B-O, Italy. Mm-hmm. There's the Etruscan Pyramid of Bomarzo. Mm-hmm. It's a large stone structure with stairs that lead to a small platform at the, the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't know what took place at them, but they believe that the Etruscans performed sky-based divinations and sacrifices of animals on it. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. A divination tower or altar. I've wondered about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. There's a 2,000-foot-long abandoned staircase um, in Mount, I don't, I'm not going to say this right, P-H-N-O-M, Phnom, Phnom. Kulin, mm-hmm. K-U-L-E-N. Okay. 2,000-foot-long abandoned staircase. Wow. They think it dates sometime between the 9th and the 13th century. Wow. But they don't know who built it or why. Okay. Um, it could have been a pathway to... Um, reach like a certain old ancient city or something but they really don't know mm-hmm. um there's madam's oh these are in the u.s though madam sherry stairs which is in new hamster mm-hmm. um apparently sorry Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. scrolling because i keep getting ads that pop up <laughs> these aren't like the traditional um staircase in somebody's house though these are like stone structures mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. um but yeah, apparently they've come up in the Philippines. They have some. They have some in. Um, I lost my place. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> You're fine. I feel like I just went to the other article and somehow switched articles. I feel like I saw Norway, yeah. Portugal. Uh-huh. Yeah. But there's like all kinds of stair structures that they have no idea what they were built for. Mm-hmm. Like there's no. They don't trace back to any like specific. Mm-hmm you know, building or structure, mm-hmm. but they, a lot of them, they think that they were doing like, um, some sort of like witchy cool. stuff on top of them. That kind of makes sense if they were using like the sky as divination, they would want to try and get as close as they could. And 
That makes me wonder about the pyramids, too. Yeah. There's a ghostly staircase in Sweden, and apparently two Swedish students were out hiking, and they came across this staircase in a clearing miles away from anywhere, and they were both puzzled, but they didn't know what to do, so one of them decided to climb them. The instant he reached the top, both of them heard a blood-curdling shrill Mm -hmm. that was sufficient to make them flee the scene. Oh, jeez. Um... Sorry. Goodness. Something followed them and put their hand on their shoulder after that, too. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Um, so, I asked the guys. I ended up asking the guys, like, um, what exactly are these staircases in the woods? Um, and then I actually did an astral travel trip mm. to a staircase in the woods. So, I first asked them, uh, like, what the heck are they? Um, and they said, obviously... Some of these are just old leftover structures. Um, You know, not every case is paranormal. But they said, um, so I asked them, are they related to anything paranormal? And they said yes. So then I said, do they have anything to do with human trafficking? I wanted to make sure that maybe there wasn't any sort of, like, bad people doing bad things related to it. Because one of my first thoughts when I started thinking about them was what if they built a staircase to get to an aircraft? Oh my gosh. You know, like instead of having a gate. I would never even thought about they, that. They they built something like to an aircraft. So that was where my mind went. And but the carpeted? Guys, I know. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh, really? The shag carpet. Thanks for the 1980s. Right. Come back. Um, but they were like, no, nothing related to do with uh, human trafficking. So I thought for sure it had something to do with like aliens, something like that. And they said, no, no aliens. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, friends, (laughs) kids and stuff. Um, All right. So getting right back to it, I asked them if I thought for sure it had some sort of link to like aliens. Yeah. Um, And when I asked them, does this have like a relationship to aliens? They said no. What? So I was surprised. that blew my theory out of the water. So I was surprised. So then I asked, well, does this have something to do with cryptids? Like, maybe, because I've heard rumors that the national parks were completely devoted to that. That there is some sort of relationship to the cryptids that, who was it, Roosevelt was the one that founded the national parks? I don't know. That he was aware of and that he tried to warden off within the national parks. To be able to keep people safe, but to also keep these things or cryptids in a particular space. But you can go through national parks. Yeah, exactly. But think about how many people go missing in national parks. Right. If there's some sort of cryptids that feed on people. Not saying that there is, but if there is. Yeah. Anyway, so I asked them, does it have to do with cryptids, these staircases? And they said no. What? Yeah. Um, I said, are the staircases in the woods um, a way to walk into a different dimension? And they said yes. That was the first thing that they'd actually agreed on. But cryptids go interdimensional, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I said... But they're not cool enough to use the stairs. It's fine. <laughs> I The way that they made me feel, these are intentional steps to go into a different dimension or a different pocket in time. Um, and guys, please know, like, I'm usually the one that kind of leans to the, the far off explanations. So I thought for sure this was going to be cryptid um, or sort of like alien related. Right. And it is not. Um... So I asked them, and they said that these areas um, create a small pocket or opening in time that tend to have more of a weak veil at certain times of the year or certain times of the Zodiac calendar, they said. Um, But they were not super clear as to what they were past that. 
I also got an impression from them. They gave me the feeling like perhaps there's some government ties to these staircases. And I'm not sure if maybe like they showed me black holes and our scientists. So I'm not sure if maybe they're doing experiments trying to create their own like dark matter or black holes. Um, but that also oh gave me this feeling like, yeah, I hate this something. earth right now. I tell you what, <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, I gotta get out of this. <laughs> I get out of my Mexicoma. In my Mexicoma. Um, so I asked them, are these steps dangerous to walk on? And they said at certain times of the year, absolutely, of course. It would be safest just to not go on them, period. What if we set an intention to find some stairs in the woods and we're exploring? I mean, we ain't going into the woods anyways. Lord Jesus, we get lost. I would so love it. But yeah. I'm not the best uh, navigator. Oh, me neither. Um, Christina Columbus over there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, who put these staircases in the woods in the national parks? And I said, was it man? And they said, no. So I said, was it paranormal related in nature? And they said, yes. But they still showed me people. So I'm not sure if maybe so. Oh, are you smiling at me? Cutie. Yeah. Something. <laughs> some sort of tie. Hi. Here's Bert. <laughs> so then I asked, um, to astral travel to a particular set of stairs in the woods. Okay. And this was probably one of my most lucid astral traveling trips that I've taken. Um, The guys took me to what looked like was Montana. It was either Idaho or Montana. Okay. Um, And I saw myself in a white nightgown. I was barefoot. Oh, great. Oh, he's talking. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Y'all should see Logan right now. He's just uh, talking. Oh, you smiley boy. Have you been to the stairs, Logan? <laughs> the way he looks at you. <laughs> Have you been to the staircases? Do he you know what they're about? You. You've been time traveling? He's like, working for the government? Mom, I know. That's I why know you came two weeks is. early. You found a set of stairs? <laughs> um, so I saw myself in front of the staircase. I saw my guides kind of surrounding me in a circle. Uh, but when I tried to climb and ascend Whoa. the stairs... Uh, they would not let me. My guys, like, oh. actually had me, like, you know when somebody comes up from behind and wraps their arms around your shoulders like they're giving you a big bear hug from behind? That's what they did. They wouldn't let me go up the steps. Um, it looked like it was dusk in the woods. Uh, it also looked kind of stormy, like maybe there was a storm going on in the background. Mm, you and your storms. But the weird... I know. But the weirdest thing was when I tried to like walk forward on the steps i bounced backwards like i hit some sort of energy field okay and the only time that's happened to me is when i've traveled to or astral travel to area 51 it's almost like because the government knows how to astral travel stop it's like they put an energy (gasps) shield around these places so they so that you can't astral travel there like when I traveled you to Area stop 50, it. Hand to God. I believe you, hand but you just stop yourself right now. Yeah. So it that's what it made me think. Oh my God. Of. They listen. Should we even put this knowledge out there in the public? <laughs> you know, I'm already like paranoid about certain things right now. Anyways, I don't need this on me. Oh, we're fine. We're this fine. is all Christina's stuff, not me. Y'all can come for me, not her. I don't astral travel. Just so you know, Missy does not do the astral travel. I. I had truly never experienced that until I tried to travel into Area 51. And I could get only a little ways into the facility, and then it was like I had been bounced out again. So it's like, I mean, 
for anybody out there that you know is an experienced astral traveler or you know you like uh, going through the CIA website um, they declassified a lot of documents a couple years back about how astral traveling is real our chakras are real the human orc field and you know metaphysics and those things are absolutely real so it wouldn't surprise me if they had set some you know super strong intentions to place some sort of energy shield to keep somebody that's astral traveling out of their space. I wonder how often they have to, or if now you're on like a list. Maybe. You think you're on a list? Maybe. I'm sure. I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared for my family. But that's, that's that crazy. was what kind of got my attention with that. I had never experienced that other than trying to get into a government facility. Astral traveling, that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is off, not top, not off topic, but off topic. One of the stories that I saw said a woman um, went up the steps and, like, just began screaming or something at the top of it. And when she came down, she dropped dead of an aneurysm. <gasps> mm-hmm. I saw a story of someone that said that they watched someone else climb the stairs in front of them. And they extended their hand out to try and touch a tree branch that was up above them. And something sliced his hand clear off. Nothing that they could see that was. That's insane. So, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It truly doesn't. It's creepy. I know. Apparently, these things they say might have started as creepy pastas. That's what I was thinking, too. And yeah. I asked the guys. I was like, they were like, obviously, you know, some stories are just, you know, they've been made up by somebody and they're, you know, inaccurate. But they definitely gave me a feeling like... There's a definite realness to this, um, you know, not all accounts, but some of them, and that somehow or another our government knows about it, or is aware of it, at least. I was going to say, you want to pull out the pendulum, we'll ask it, but I'm like, no, I don't want to dive <laughs> any more into the government. We, I have no ill will against you. Mm-hmm. I, just, I pay my taxes, and let's just leave it at what it is. <laughs> Looked at you, little Logan. Y'all should see Logan. Uh oh, he's sitting saying all the things. Yes. Should well, this, we end today's yeah, episode? This is really good. This was, and we're gonna do another episode on like strangeness in the woods in general. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Maybe we'll go on the outskirts of some woods <laughs> sometime Ooh. soon. Not into them. Yeah. Unless we have a, a guide, we need yeah. park ranger Kyle. You know, when we were walking the Nolan Trail, I told him, because one of the park rangers uh, passed us, and I told him, I was like, why don't you go back to school to, you know, do something with your park ranger? Yeah. He just looked at me like, okay, you're right. <laughs> we could go to that trail and try to do some stuff, but it's there's it's, a lot of people over there. Yeah. Though. That's the only thing. There's people there. All but the it time. is very enchanted forest It is. I love it out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So. Well, thanks everyone. You know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yes. YouTube. Excuse me. Mama's Uh tired. Um, Email your ghost share stories because that's going to be coming up in a few weeks. I know. So we need your stories. Mm -hmm. If you know of any stories of anyone that has a story, they don't have to be ghost related. They can be alien related. Strangeness in the woods. Hearing screams outside of your property. Mm -hmm. Kentucky Goblin. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We like them all. We love it. We don't discriminate. Nope. Email (laughs) theghostiespodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Or message us on our social media channels, and we will gladly share your stories on an episode. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye.